in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. Gabe S. Done. 
Hello and welcome to Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. Welcome, welcome. If you're watching on the Patreon, this is patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. If you're just listening to this, then give it up a, a beautiful little listen with your soft little ear. I want to say that ad-free episodes are going to be up on the Patreon. So if you want to go and give it a listen with no ads, you can do that. Also, as we always like to say, whenever we can, you know, the host read ads are me and the non-host read ads are not me. Okay, so I'm going to read some of your emails that you have sent. Here's an email from Amy. Complaint. People need to take lunch breaks. Okay, this email starts, bro. I'm writing in on my lunch break to complain that my coworkers don't take their full lunch break. They sit at their desks, looking at their computer screens and eating silently. It makes me feel bad for not being more productive, but I am determined to take my full hour, especially since I am forced to be in the office. That's my rant. Hope you're taking care of yourself, Amy. Bro, take your lunch break. Take your lunch break, bro. Amy said to do it. So you gotta do it. Even if you're just gonna sit outside. Like taking a lunch break, I remember when I was in this soul crushing job in New York, this horrible job in New York, just going outside, getting my little salad and then sitting outside and looking at the sky was enough to keep me going. So I highly recommend even if you like I would get my little food from the cafeteria or from the bodega and just sitting outside for the hour can really can really be a game changer when your job makes you want to die. Okay. So here's a little bit of a longer email about wanting more from a veterinarian, which we did do. a. Uh, we had a series of emails. Remember, we did that like whole series about like everyone would write in every week about take home tests from jobs. Well, there was a, a long period where everyone was writing in about veterinarians. And so that, I guess, is back because we have another email about veterinarians. So I'm going to read this email from Emily. Hi, Gabe. I have never written into a podcast before, but I wanted to reach out after your Cult of Not Enough episode, which, by the way, was with Manisha Thakur. You can go listen to that, The Cult of Not Enough, to share two examples in my own life where I feel like I need more. I also have a brief discussion of cultural differences towards work and time off France versus the U.S. below. I am almost 40 years old. I'm a veterinarian, did GP for nine years. Now I'm doing behavior only practice, essentially doggy psychiatry. <gasps> Doggy psychiatry. You guys really knew what I needed to hear in emails today in order to feel good because we're going to get into some dark stuff in a moment. But wow, now I know about doggy psychiatry. We own a house in the New York suburbs with two dogs, two kids, ages four and eight, and my husband who works for a software company. I found your podcast a great place to start to think about money. Thinking about money makes me very anxious, but I also do want to know more and increase my financial literacy. I am very good at avoiding things I don't want to deal with and realize there are skills I can cultivate to become more functional. About three to four months ago, I have started my own work on executive functioning with a therapist just diagnosed with ADHD this year. Oh my God. So you, okay. So you're a doggy psychiatrist and then you have your own therapist. That's adorable. First of all, I want to acknowledge that growing up white upper middle class with parents who were well-known in their fields put me at a huge advantage starting off. My college tuition was paid for, my parents covered half of my vet school tuition, and I had some scholarship money as well to help with vet school. My parents also supported me throughout college and vet school, so I didn't have to work until I graduated from vet school. I just paid off my vet student loan of $100,000 with 7% interest this year after 10 years. 
due to my anxiety and subsequent avoidance of seriously thinking about finances, I'm not in as solid of a financial position as I should be. Though again, I'm not complaining at all. My financial goals are simple. Establish savings in case of emergency, work on building retirement savings and then college savings, meet with a lawyer to make a will for me and my husband. After that, I would work on investing, including an apartment that belongs to my husband's mother in Paris. She's not otherwise wealthy, but has that significant asset. I plan on sitting down with my husband this fall. He's been out of the country all summer with our boys visiting his family to budget. Your podcast is helping me stay motivated. I have two thoughts about always wanting more. One, I have been debating whether to do a residency for behavior and get board certified. The problem isn't the extra time or paperwork involved, though that is a consideration, but rather the fact that doing a residency would require a huge pay cut, probably 50% of the 110K I currently make for two to three years at minimum. And I just don't think we can afford that with the cost of before, after school care, mortgage, and any savings I could be doing. Mortgage and any savings I should be doing. On the other hand, there are very few vet behaviorists. I have done lots of coursework and continue to engage in conversations, attend lectures, and listen to podcasts to keep myself up to date. And there's no real change in earning power if I do get board certified. Still, I'm seriously considering it, but I have had to ask myself why. It probably comes down to prestige and a few extra letters after my name. Two, I struggled with anorexia as a preteen and still have body issues, but just realized this year that I have similar issues with my house how it looks, how clean it is or isn't, what the outside looks like. Having people over stresses me out as I'm worried about judgments. My house doesn't look the way I want it to. Part of my executive functioning work will hopefully allow me to better run slash manage my house and life. And at the same time, I'm working towards getting past that worry and understanding that my house is indeed an adequate place to entertain, which it is. I love being social and entertaining people aside from the debilitating fear of judgment. So this fear slash need for more really limits me. Some notes about differences of culture rework. My husband is French and his attitude about work and finances are so different from mine. We have had arguments over what he perceives as my over-dedication to my work and the amount of time I get off every year. He works for an American company, but he works remotely and he gets four weeks of paid vacation every year. Whoa, four weeks of paid vacation every year. What company is he working for? Emily says, I get two weeks. He thinks I should have negotiated for more and I couldn't bring myself to ask for that due to some deep fear of coming across the wrong way. My husband takes the kids to go to France every summer to visit his family starting last year, and I can only join them for two weeks, which I found especially painful this year when they were gone for eight weeks. Last year, they were gone for four weeks. This is one of the reasons my husband wanted me to ask for more time off or for flexibility to work remotely for two or so weeks during the summer. In France, my husband's cousin is a radiologist. Last year, the other attending radiologist at her hospital got stuck while traveling, and so my husband's cousin had to postpone her vacation by two to three days. She wasn't traveling, but was spending time with us. In the U.S., I feel like people would have been sad but understanding. But in France, everyone was angry and said she shouldn't have to go into work at all because it's not her responsibility that the coworker was unable to come in. She did go into work, of course, because of the nature of her job, but the reaction really surprised me. Finally, in France, if you ask someone what they are currently up to, they will usually not start with a discussion of work, but rather what they're doing in their home, family, free time. It's so different from here. Okay, that's all. I tried to keep this short, but clearly did not succeed. Sincerely, Emily F. She, her. Emily, you're in luck. Similar as Anon from Detroit, you will really benefit from the episode that we just did with my boyfriend, Alex, which I hope will be out by now, but might not be. But yes, we just did an episode about whether or not it's worth going into another career that might get you more money. We've also talked a lot about Allison, my co-host from Just Between Us, which is my other show, about her master's degree and her thinking whether it was worth it or not, 
which we just did also on youtube.com slash just between us. We just did an episode called was the master's degree worth it? But Allison has talked about this a lot. I think on her Substack emotional support lady, she's talked about it. Taking time off or taking a pay cut to get extra certification, it is something that you have to look at as more than just prestige, but rather, is this going to long term give you more money in your career? I think it's it's good that you have noticed that it might not. So I do think prioritizing that over some, as you said, letters after your name is extremely important. <sighs> we could all take a lesson from France. I think we could all, even if it's like weird to the culture, Maybe we can just take in the concept of answering with, I'm reading a good book rather than what's going on at work. Just a thought. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business, and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible. And the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time-consuming. I'm sure you guys know. You've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top rated personal finance app, also has built in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. 
And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This one is from Anonymous. Promotion with no pay raise story. Hi, Gabe. Huge fan of the show and all your work. My pronouns are she, her, and I'd rather stay anonymous just to be safe. I just listened to your latest mailbag episode where you asked to hear more stories of people receiving promotions without a pay increase. And boy, do I have one. I work at a small design startup, less than 12 full-time employees as a coordinator. I've been there for about two years. Last year, my boss introduced me in an email I was CC'd on as the executive coordinator. I didn't think much of it at the time as my boss tends to write emails very hurriedly, so it's not uncommon for there to be typos and discrepancies here and there. Later that day, my boss DMs me in Slack and says, you didn't say anything about your promotion. Stop. Oh my God. You didn't say anything about your promotion. Stop. Oh, I just got so much secondhand embarrassment. Okay. To which I replied, what promotion? He mentioned the email where he introduced me as executive coordinator. This this boss should be embarrassed. Oh, my God. Okay, we had not discussed this, quote unquote, promotion at all previously. So when I brought that up and asked for more details, he never responded. He was notoriously bad at following up and answering questions. So to my knowledge, there's no promotion in that my roles and responsibilities have not changed and I have the same salary. Oh, my God. 
He changes my job title and emails at random so the company sounds more appealing to clients and never acknowledges it. This kind of behavior is considered quote unquote typical for him. He's also the owner of the company. We also don't have an HR department, not that I would necessarily go to them. And supposedly there's an employee handbook in the works. His behavior causes me a lot of anxiety and doubts about my abilities and role. Oh, babe, no, 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 no. You you understand writing this that that he's in the wrong, right? You must. Oh, my God. Okay, but I do get paid on the higher end of the market rate and the workload is pretty light most of the time because the workload is light and inconsistent and I'm only briefed on information regarding projects, quote unquote, as needed. I don't feel like I have any leverage to negotiate for a raise. I've thought about bringing it up with other directors at the company, but feel like the best case scenario would be getting essentially a we hear you, we see you response. Plus, my boss would likely resent me for talking about it with them. I'm keeping an eye out for better opportunities and trying my best not to internalize his behavior, but it can be really hard sometimes. I work in a really niche industry that is very small, so I don't want to burn any bridges. Keeping my fingers crossed that this will still lead to better job opportunities in the long run. Thank you for your podcast and all that you do, and sorry for the long email. All the best. No, don't be sorry for a long email. This wasn't even that long. Wow. Well, I hope you definitely know not to internalize this behavior because him changing your your title. I'm sorry I'm laughing. It's just so audacious. Him changing your job title based on what client he's talking to in order to make the company sound more successful is so bold and so like without talking to you. And also like you not being able to talk to him or like you were like, what do you mean about a promotion? And then he just ghosted. That's really I'm I'm I mean, I would say talk to him, but like it doesn't seem worth doing. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone else you can talk to at your company, but that I hear you. I see you. OK, I'm sorry. I didn't mean I know that that's probably not helpful, but. Wow. That is wild. And also just to expect you to be grateful like the part where he was like, you're not going to say anything about your promotion. My brother, what? That's like just the. it's you know what it is. It's the gall and the gumption. OK, this is an email from Eleanor. Gabe, I am a gerontology Ph.D. student, and I was happy to hear you mention that there are money issues related to aging beyond retirement in the most recent mailbag. However, I think just focusing on end of life care and nursing homes can be limiting. Lots of people need some sort of care and support as they age. And the costs relating to care as you age isn't just at the end of life and can be at home instead of residential. These costs can be very high and are especially burdensome for middle class, older adults and their families because they don't qualify for often insufficient government assistance and can't afford the out of pocket costs. Medicare doesn't cover long term nursing home stays or other long term supports and services. In 2021, the average home health care cost was over fifty nine thousand dollars and a private nursing home room cost over one hundred and eighty. What? One hundred and eight K. While the median income for a Medicare beneficiary was less than 30K. So, of course, the current systems largely rely on family support. I'll link some sites and books below, but I think this would be a great topic for an episode. Thanks for reading. And I love all three of your shows. Eleanor, this article from KFF has great policy system levels information on payment for long term supports and services. And I'll link below KFF.org. Caring for Our Own by Sandra Levitke is a great book about this, but it's for an academic audience rather than a general one. Yeah, that a lot of money. I mean, that's more than you would just pay on on rent anywhere. Like, I understand that there's, you know, 
programs and care workers and stuff. But that seems like kind of a scam. KFF, by the way, is the Kaiser Family Foundation, but it's now called KFF. That seems like a scam. And and also, I don't know how even a, a family would be able, let's say it's like a family with kids, like be able to to contribute or pay for care for someone that's getting older. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is a really good idea for an episode. I also didn't know what that gerontology was something you could study. What's gerontology? Gerontology is, according to Google, the scientific study of old age, the process of aging and the particular problems of old people. Wow. That's a really interesting thing to get a Ph.D. in. Well, thank you for writing in, Eleanor. Wow. That that really is. I love when people have specific areas of expertise that are not what you would think or that I haven't heard of. Because it means that you've devoted your life to something that's really important to you that would not be mainstream. And also, I think, you know, we all know that a lot of times elders are abused or mistreated. And so someone choosing to study gerontology is really interesting to me. Hey, guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad free, videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories. And also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, And if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang. So I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn and come hang out with me. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something. And it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? 
With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone, Chime members or not, and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is an email from Bailey. Dear Gabe, thanks for making all the pods. I'm a fan and it's been so nice coming out with you the past couple years. I've been listening to Bad With Money for a couple years without enough extra cash to really take the advice until now. I'm a trans mask non-binary professor living in the UK. I'm about to finally have top surgery in two weeks. Hey, oh my God, this was sent 10 days ago. So you're, maybe you've had it already. All of my finances have revolved around saving for surgery for the past couple years. And before that, I was a broke PhD student. So I'm just starting out financially. What do you suggest as first steps when you are newly able to save and invest in the future? Step one should be to build an emergency fund. After that, I'm not sure what next. I have no retirement fund minus a very small pension spread across two universities in the UK where I'm not a citizen and likely won't retire. I'm excited to finally have some financial freedom once my tits are off. Any advice on where to start would be appreciated. Cheers, Bailey, they, them, Scotland. TLDR, I've paid for top surgery. Now what? Well, Godspeed to you. That's incredible. Congratulations. I think emergency fund, yes, is a good start. I also think starting to invest even in small amounts is a really good idea. I would say, honestly, for your emergency fund, number one, put it in a high yield savings account. You want to look for an account that's going to give you like four or 5% interest. A lot of them ask that you put in a minimum amount. A lot of them don't. So you can put money in there and get a bunch of interest rather than just putting in a regular savings account. So I would really look at the interest rates for savings accounts. Two, I think in investing in a way that makes sure you're not paying a lot for fees and make sure that kind of maybe even in a, in a small way doing it on your own for this period of time into, you know, index funds would be my top suggestion. But also keeping in mind that things are not linear and that you're in this place now and that's great and to put all of this together, but to know that life is long, anything could happen. And so, you know, my big advice is to not beat yourself up if you're not able to do every single thing all at once because you're you're just starting out. So honestly, first big step, high yield savings account. 
that's that's honestly what I would do. Any money you have left over. I also would take a look at the pensions and see if you can roll them over. I don't know how it works where you are, but maybe you can roll them over into a IRA, which is a, a retirement account for yourself that's not connected to work. I think sometimes you can. So I would call those universities, honestly, and check about if you can roll it over. That's my little advice. My small little advice. Okay. This is a message that I got on Instagram. Huge fan of the pod since back when you called us deadbeats. Oh God, that's a long time ago. I have a question for you. Can you help me understand the term late stage capitalism? To be frank, I've used it in conversation. And then when asked what it meant, I sounded like a dummy. What's the cocktail party definition? Love to you and beans. You know, I just saw a really great example of late stage capitalism, which was this article about how the country of France is dumping out wine and this will be this is like a really good explanation. Okay. So this is an article from the Guardian and this was to me a really good example of late stage capitalism. France to spend 200 million euro on destroying excess wine as demand falls. Fund aims to help struggling winemakers as they adjust to consumers changing habits. So basically the French government is going to set aside 200 million euros in order to destroy surplus wine so that wine's cost won't go down because there's overproduction. And so because the prices have fallen, winemakers in the Bordeaux region are having trouble getting rid of enough wine. So, and they don't want the prices to fall because of overproduction. So in they're going to, the government is going to take a bunch of money and destroy wine. And instead of, you know, helping people or, you know, doing anything like it just is this sort of dystopian look at things where it kind of targets like hypocrisy and absurdities, if that makes sense. So it's like largely focused on a balance gave a example that is it spotlights the immorality of corporation corporations using social issues to advance their brand. So it's basically So it's basically like the hypocrisy and absurdity of the French thing that I just explained, but also this idea of fascist regimes or, you know, billion dollar companies or places that are largely seen as taking advantage of people, corporate capitalism or whatever, purporting to be woke in some way or for the people or like, for example, it would be like ExxonMobil saying happy pride. You know what I mean? It also tends to blame bad things that are happening in society. So like the housing crisis or people not getting jobs or whatever on the individual. We're not going to take into account the larger systems at play because that would require us to care about the effects of capitalism. Instead, we're going to be angry at you, the person, because you're not doing quote unquote enough to get a job or you're not you know, buying houses without even looking into like, why? I mean, you can go to Reddit, our late stage capitalism. They're very good at giving examples. Here's another really good example is the way that people are upset about grooming or critical race theory, things like that, that don't really affect them as people who are poor or in poverty. But instead, they don't choose to focus on things like taxing billionaires or looking into the ways in which billionaires are using their money to essentially commit tax fraud. So there's this tweet that's like Elon Musk makes 
$16 million an hour and pays less in taxes than you. Jeff Bezos makes $4 million an hour. Mark Zuckerberg makes $4 million an hour and pays less than you. You should be mad about this, not critical race theory. You know, it's basically just exploiting workers in a way that doesn't take into account that makes you think this is your fault. And then there's all kinds of like hypocrisy surrounding it, if that makes sense. If you notice things that are seem absurd, for, in- for instance, the French wine thing, that's kind of like a great example. Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, this is an email from Karen. Just found this podcast. I Hi, Gabe. I listened to The New Guys, which is my other show, and from that learned about and then listened to JBU. Just heard you have Bad With Money too, and subscribed. Thanks so much for being a queer Jewish ray of light voice illuminating all the topics close to my and so many other queer hearts. I'm living in Florida and listening to you is like listening to my favorite little cousin. Always brightens my day. Triple appreciated in this climate. My best friend in preschool, one of the only other Jewish kids in our rural New York area, was fair and done. It's such a small Jewish world. I thought maybe she actually is Gabe's cousin. On JBU, you and Allison have such an awesome vibe. Same with new guys and the amazing guests. Thank you for your courageous, true to you voice. It is tikkun olam. May the approaching new year bring you continued health, aligned with your spirit's quest, opportunities, sweetness, connection, and laughter. Sincerely, Karen. Tikkun olam is something I've actually talked about a little bit. It's a Jewish tradition, which means fixing the world. So it's basically the Jewish obligation to do things that fix the world. 
And also the approaching New Year, meaning the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. I also really like Tikkun Olam in terms of money because it's your responsibility to take care of others. And there's other concepts like Sadaka, which is a Jewish concept of creating financial justice and giving to charity. And then there's also the Jewish concept that I love of Pikuach Nefesh, which means that every life is worth something like, you know, every life is meaningful. So... I was thinking a lot, actually, in June of 2020, during uh, all the Black Lives Matter stuff, I was thinking about that because I feel like Jews had an obligation to support other minorities because of the terms of Tikkun Olam and because of the terms of Pekuach Nefesh. Like, no one, you know, I was I was writing about this on Twitter at the time, like, obviously, no one deserves violence against them from the police, no matter what they've done, or or it comes into play with abolitionism because, you know, Pekuach Nefesh. So I'm going to close out with some news stories that I want to talk about, which you guys had asked me to bring back. I'm going to bring back talking about news stuff. This is something that has become a a rallying cry of mine. And I'm really excited because we're going to be talking to Mom Uncharted on Just Between Us about this very topic. There was recently a law passed in Illinois that child children in family vlogs have to be compensated for their work on YouTube. And this is a horrible story. It's about a mommy vlogger called Ruby Frank, who was accused of child abuse because uh, basically she spent eight years like building up this family channel, giving advice and exploiting her children for content. And I have turned a complete 180 on children being put on the internet. I'm like highly against it now. This article in NPR says, police said that Frank's malnourished son escaped out a window with his arms and legs covered in duct tape, fleeing to a neighbor's house seeking food and water. For some of Frank's viewers, the news was no surprise. Her videos have long sparked controversy, criticism, and claims that child abuse was unfolding, unabated for digital viewers to enjoy. So this is a a woman who was known for her channel, Eight Passengers. She has six children. She's affiliated with the Mormon church. I just I just think that this is going to come to a tipping point where influencers and people who use their children on social media and get money will need to be financially compensating their children for appearing in content. I mean, there will have to start being regulations on what kids are allowed to do, what you're allowed to post of your children. You know, I think that there is a lot There are a lot of these videos that the parents know the kids are being used and shared on like, you know, child sexual abuse material sites that that the people in the comments are openly admitting to doing it and the parents still don't take the videos down. I got to think it's because they they want the views. They know that they're making money, but they don't care about their kids. And I hope that there's a big tide uh, turning because I think these kids are going to grow up. They're going to find videos of themselves in places that they didn't want them to. They're going to realize that they were not given the option of consent. They're going to realize that embarrassing stuff is online and the parents were making money off of them. It's I. It's different than, I mean, child actors, you know, it, that's its own problem. But it's different because the child actor is playing a character and the child vlogger is having their worst moments and embarrassing childhood moments and their family's 
business and their business aired so that the parents could make money. And I, I think if you if you want to do parenting advice and you're you want to not, you know, you want to do that, that's your choice. But you should not be putting your kids faces out there. And that's something that I really had to come to terms with because, yeah, I I didn't see the big deal. And now after seeing a lot of these stories and after seeing Mom Uncharted and after seeing the ways in which these kids are exploited, like even this woman, Ruby Frank, had like a thing where she her child got in trouble and she revoked his bedroom privileges. And so he had to sleep on a beanbag and she was documenting that. I mean, and I don't know what the the recourse is like I, you know, I've talked about on my Patreon, my obsession with Hilaria Baldwin because she posts her kids so much and she posts a lot of exploitative stuff about her children. And I remember one person said in the subreddit that I follow for her, I'm going to call CPS on her. And they did. But like nothing's going to come of that, I guess, because of the money and influence. I got to imagine that the comments on this woman's posts were critical, but they don't care because they're making money off of views and clicks, even rage views and clicks. So I just think there's going to be a really big tipping point in the next few years when these kids turn 18. I really do. And it's already starting to happen. So sorry to end on that note, but it's something that I'm going to keep banging on about because I do think that is child exploitation. And I do think that it's largely super unfair. And if I can get one person to change their mind about it and see how dangerous it is, especially with, AI and being able to pull children's faces to use for AI. I hope that maybe this will make even one person rethink it. Well, I was going to do another story, but maybe I'll save it for next time because it is also pretty bleak. If you want to write into the show, you can do so at gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com. Please join Patreon. It's patreon.com slash gabeisdone. You will get all these episodes ad free. You will also see the video of me doing the show. Here's Beans. If you want to see him in the video, he's here as well. Here's my mug. Also, if you want access to other things from the Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn for access to my Be Real, for access to my close friends on Instagram, for access to other writing. There's a whole lot of stuff over there. I'm going to start posting chapters of a book that I'm working on. So if you're interested in reading more, seeing more, you can go over there. If you want merch, we're going to start doing merch for Bad With Money. But in the meantime, if you want merch for Just Between Us, you can go to justbetweenuspod.com and there's merch for my other show there. I think that's everything. Oh, leave a five-star Apple review, please. You can also leave comments on Spotify. I'll read those as well. But next week, I'm going to start reading more Apple reviews from you guys. Okay, I think that was everything. Yes, and write in at gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com and leave voice memos. You can do voice memos. Only one of you has done it lately because I think you guys are scared to do it but give it a go I love hearing them okay love you guys bye Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions edited by Diane King post-production sound by Coco Lorenz and music by Mike Kaplan Zach Sherwin and Jack Dolgen as sung by Sam Barbera thank you love you bye Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.